Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, a nurse sent me an email. So I rang her up and had a chat. (laughs) In brief, her story. Like her mum and grandmother, all she'd ever wanted to do was be a nurse. As a little girl, she bandaged up her teddy and tucked him in, gave him smarties for pills. Her training was hands-on under the watchful eye of sister. Uniforms were sent to the hospital laundry, aprons came back starched, whereas today the uniforms are made by the lowest bidder and nurses spend their shifts wrapped in plastic. She confided in me about how she'd tried to bring an incident to the attention of the ward manager and how, as a consequence, she'd been treated. She'd come to the end of her time, her patience, her rope, and she was going to take retirement. The kick in the tail of her story, after she'd reluctantly retired, she was shopping in Sainsbury's and bumped into the chief executive of the trust. She was greeted with, Hi, how are you doing? The boss had no idea she'd retired and was unaware of the circumstances. Why didn't you come to me, said the boss, oblivious of the difference between being accessible and being approachable. The C-suite think they know what's going on, but they don't. The front line struggle with feeding issues up the line and give up. And everyone ends up with the wrong conclusion. The C-suite thinks, well, we're not hearing anything, so we have to assume there's nothing to hear. All big organisations struggle with this dilemma. However, there's a big difference. If you're a healthcare professional, you'll have dedicated a chunk of your life to study exams, getting qualified and on to the register. Because of the demands of continuing professional development, a requirement for staying on the register, you're pretty well stuck with the NHS as an employer. That tempts us into taking our people and their working lives, their commitment for granted. If instead you'd committed yourself to becoming a chartered surveyor, you'd have 67,000 firms and practices to apply to work with. Accounting? There are 5,500 registered audit firms to choose from. There are 5,058 vets and 41,000 hairdressers and beauty salons. But there's only one NHS. Maybe that's the problem. If there was more than one NHS and people had transferable skills and portable career options, we might have to be a bit more careful about how we looked after people. True, there's private health care, but it's dinky, really the domain of surgeons moonlighting. Largely, they create jobs, not careers, and don't offer a range of specialties that, and the experiences that the NHS can. The NHS is a monopoly employer and they fix the market, but the actual employers, the trusts and practices, have all, almost no flexibility. Paying conditions are negotiated by Her Majesty's Government, and we see from recent events. What a mess they can make of that. Trusts in law can take on responsibility for their own paying conditions, but they don't because it's complicated and risky. Pay, apart from London waiting, can't be flexed to accommodate local conditions. Free parking can be taxed as a benefit in kind. Priority access to healthcare for staff, family and friends is a no-no. Flexible rostering is a rarity. Few trusts have a creche. And for the most part, people have to pay for their own training. Travel to work isn't subsidised. Priority for housing, no. Well, shall I go on and on? 
And if there is some workplace argy-bargy, the conduits and resolution mechanisms range from adequate to hostile, labyrinthine to torturous. Policies and guidance can be complied with, sure, but adhered to with indifference. They can be followed and at the same time only casually observed. What's missing from the equation is one word. Experience. What is the experience of working at the front line really like? What is the experience of someone who genuinely has something to say but can't find a way of connecting? What is the experience like, shift after shift? The experience of the little annoying things, the irritations, the expensive things. The experiences that can either shine a light into the day or corrode the week. Hit the spot or hit the buffers. Leaders must be experiencers. Go out of their way to find out what it's really like. Search out the back that needs patting and the quiet word that must be listened to. They don't say, why didn't you come to me? Thanks for listening. I look forward to sharing some more thoughts again soon. Bye-bye now.